0: So, I don't need any really super cool intro, because I'm probably just going to make one up anyway, but um, <laughs> <laughs> for everyone that's hanging out already, welcome back to the Daily Snap. Today, I have a, uh, I have a new friend, right? We we bring a new friend. Or, no, or an
1: old friend. It's
0: definitely an old friend that we're bringing to the channel for the first time in, like, I don't know, forever. Um, so,
1: <laughs> what is up? Right, I guess I, guess I was on, like, yeah. something that you recorded once before for... It's, Transformers.
0: you have definitely if you were not uh this is not your first time on this specific on this particular youtube channel that is for certain uh right. the last time may have been like three and a half years ago but
1: <laughs> it's something it feels like, like that. it's even longer than that <laughs>
0: yeah it's crazy uh it's i mean what's it? it's 2023 energon invitational was 2019 right i guess that's right yeah that's pretty wild it's pretty wild to think that it's been three and a half years since we first laid eyes upon one another, Neil.
1: Yeah, and you thought I was some crazy scrub. I, I mean, I was like, I was like complaining to you about the guy that played uh... the daring uh,
0: escape,
1: right? No, it wasn't daring. That was before daring escape was printed. It no, it was, wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't.
0: Daring escape was there. It was legal.
1: No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but the deck, the deck was. I remember right. it
0: was some stupid ruling deck that the judge like incorrectly ruled it was... you wrong.
1: Well, he, cur- he ruled it correctly. That oh. was the thing. It was just like a deck that I'd never seen. It was the thing where, like, you flip your springer at the end of turn and you tap him out. Was oh. that card that, that um, tapped all the guys?
0: Unleash was, Potential? No.
1: No, it was it was Blue Blue. Yeah, I know exactly. Oh, EMP Wave. One, yeah. EMP Wave. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So your conversion engine, like, EMP'd. Yeah. And tapped everybody out before, Thanks or, like, the after the, the untapped step. It was a stupid thing. Yeah. I don't remember that. that. I remember that. <laughs> but yeah. It was a bunch of nonsense. Don't Anybody who's watching this from Marvel Snap has no idea what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's fine. You know, um, it was a bunch of nonsense. So the
0: the, the the moral of the story here is me and uh, myself and Neil here have known each other since Transformers CCG. We go way back. Uh, I, I I guess I like I inadvertently convinced you to play Marvel Snap, right? Like you just like messaged me one day, um, and, like and you were like, "Hey, is this game like like fun?" <laughs>
1: I was just like, "Yeah, it's fun. Like, check it out." Well. Yeah, so my partner in crime on our channel.
0: Shout out to to Jesse.
1: Yep, Jesse had been playing Marvel Snap uh, for a month or, I don't know, two months or something. It was like a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what the time frame actually was. I I started in the surfer season. Yeah, or I'm sorry, I started at the end of the Panther season. Yeah. My first full season was yeah. seriously. but but he was like begging me to play it. He's like, you should play it. It's so fun. You should play it. And I was like, I don't want to get into another like gotcha phone game where I'm going to waste a bunch of money because yep. I'm having addictive personality and yep. yep. Uh, well, all that happened right. Like <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah, five <laughs> thousand yeah, collection said,
0: levels later.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I just hit five thousand last night. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so. I saw that you had been covering the game some, and hadn't talked to you in a while, but uh, I know that you have the similar mindset to myself about these things, and I wanted, like, that level of game review. Yeah. And so you helped me push me to get me there, and I immediately became addicted, and obviously I've spent a bunch of time, a bunch of money. Mm Mm-hmm, yep, yep. It's fun, right? I mean, that's... that's, that's really it is it really is. fun. It's,
0: it's... It's, like... It's almost surprisingly uh, entertaining in some aspects,
1: uh, which, you is, know, which is wild. I've been down the rabbit hole of other phone games, right? Like, mm-hmm. which just just for, like, the the monetization model of Snap is very similar, right? So I, like, played Galaxy of Heroes for a while, okay. which is ex- just, like, extremely predatory. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I played Diablo Immortal for like three weeks, and that's right right there's yeah. nothing there's nothing worse, probably. right. So it's those kind of games that I was like trying to avoid, and that was like the biggest turnoff to me mm-hmm. for it. But the gameplay is engaging. The loop is short. Mm-hmm. and I mean it's it's just fun. like the- the Venn diagram of people that like card games. And the people that like video games and people that like Marvel Comics is close to a circle, I assume. So, like, if you fall into that category, it's something you should check out. Yeah. And that was... I fell in that category, and then I fell real deep into it, and now we're here.
0: Yeah, like, I, as I've said before, like, for me, it was one of those where I... Every game I've ever played, it's never been, like, my favorite IP. Like, I've just never been... You know, like, I, I played Star Wars Destiny, but, I'm like, I like Star Wars, but it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not some crazy Star Wars geek. Like, I played Transformers TCG. I hadn't even, like, watched Transformers ever before playing that game. Like, you know, like, I literally, like, the right. real truth is we just blame Scott for all of it. He just brings me into shit. Um, but like, World of Warcraft TCG was, like, my, you know, that was my first home, I would say. Uh, in terms of, like, yeah, I really, even that, though, like, I grew to love World of Warcraft because of the trading card game. So, like, it was just one of those things. This is the first one where I'm like, well, I'm a, you know, I've I'm, I'm been a huge Marvel fan my entire life. So, when this hit, and I'm like, oh, man, this is really cool. And then when we started playing, I'm like, oh, the game's pretty sweet. I can't wait for global launch, yada, yada. And then it just turned out to be really, really great. And like, and I just can't stop playing it. So.
1: Yeah, it, it really it really does check. Just many, if not all, the boxes that you need to have fun at at a lot of levels, right? Like uh, the phone games, or even just like paper TCGs. You know, they they check some of the boxes, but like it, the paper TCGs don't check while that while they have like a higher strategic threshold, they don't check the accessibility boxes that Snap does. You know, and or like the like time investment that snap does because even though you and i have wasted our lives away in the last couple months of snap <laughs> anybody can like play it for five minutes and have fun
0: yeah and i mean there's i can't fathom what the number of players are that just get on to like do their dailies you know like because that number right. probably a number far exceeds players like you know you and i and you know, Scott and others that are just, like, playing this game probably three or four hours a day, you know, like, some days. Right. Um, so there, there's, like, there's a huge gap there, which uh, is something that we're going to kind of touch on, like, when we talk about gaps of something that you wanted to talk about, um, which has happens to do with the token shop and things and, like, the way our tournaments right. have it's- gone and things like that. So uh, I think it's a big you know, a big thing to really get into and really discuss of this concept of what is so far in our early events that we've played in, uh, really standing out. So you just won our second event, which was the civil war event. Um, you, you said in the, the player profile that it was basically a modified deck of what Scott played from the previous event. And in the end it was, um, so we had, you know, two events now that Hawk has kind of reigned supreme, even though your deck, right. I, 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 your deck wasn't necessarily a, quote, Darkhawk deck, but it still featured the character and you still got, you know, the, the concept, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, because of the rule set for the second week's tournament of Heroes Only, the deck is, you know, wildly, well, not wildly, but enough different than what is like the current ladder meta version because you're just not allowed to play some of those cards.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not very many of those cards. Cause like, like you said, Scott played what is essentially the ladder meta version in the first week's tournament. Yeah. And that deck was like, Ten. only had three, three yeah, cards in it that were not legal. Yeah. Nine of nine, and, of 12. Yeah. And I played Scott in round one of this event and his deck and my deck were 10 out of 12, the same. Yeah. Uh, and so it didn't change much. And you're right that, like, the cards that I added were not Darkhawk cards. The Shuri and the, and the She-Hulk are not cards you see in the Darkhawk deck, but it's just, like, like he had the, the Devil Dinosaur and the Colson in that place. So he was just trying to play the closest thing to the Darkhawk deck. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, we can't play the Mystique or... I, I don't know what the other card is that...
0: It's Mystique, Century, White Queen. Not Sentry, Sentinel.
1: As a Sentinel, yeah. yeah. So, I just put in a Shuri and She-Hulk because they seemed like the most busted cards in the format that I wasn't already playing.
0: It seems pretty hard to uh, competitively go into the event and if you have a She-Hulk, not play it. Uh, which was <laughs> something in retrospect. It's one of those things where we ran... We, we were trying these new formats to gather that type of information, right? Because, right. Because, you know... Maybe next time, if people like the Civil War event enough, they like the concept enough, well, maybe next time She-Hulk's not legal because she's very clearly insane and she very right. much well,
1: filled out the, the, the top player decks. <laughs> right, you were saying something like five of the top six had a She-Hulk. So
0: five oh. so five of the six people own a She-Hulk, but four of the six decks had it. So one player, okay. the, the uh, Bravo, who you played in the finals, was the only player right. in...
1: Who did make the finals.
0: Yeah, about Bravo well. who made the final without a She-Hulk. Uh, was the only player in with, with a winning record that did not own a She-Hulk. So.
1: Right. And She-Hulk obviously is a card that, while it is Series 3 available now, most of the players that are free-to-play or like cheap-to-play still may not have it because it's only added to Series 3 very recently. Right. Uh, and, I mean, the card for the format anyway, the Civil War format, it's just, like, the only reasonable large guy. Right. Because all of the big dudes apparently are villains. Like, just in the game. (laughs) Like, I had an America Chavez in my deck. Yeah. uh, Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, because
0: even, like, you know, like, the Odin's not quote a big guy, it's also looking for other synergies. Um for just straight, yeah. just straight stats. it's I mean, it's Dino and She-Hulk and... Sure.
1: Yeah, Dino. Dino's probably bigger most of the time, but obviously She-Hulk has more text than just 10 power, so... Right, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, the, the difference is that I, I would say in most of the times that you played She-Hulk,
1: she was a 110, so... <laughs> like... Yes. Or a 120, I I...
0: my bad. Well, let's not forget about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there, there were definitely uh, two... Two rounds in the tournament, one in the Swiss and one in the the finals against Bravo that my turn six involved Shuri She Hulk, Shuri She Hulk. Yeah. And in the in the earlier round it was actually Shuri She Hulk Shuri She Hulk Darkhawk was my turn six, but seems okay. That was due to some location stuff, obviously.
0: Seems seems okay. Um
1: Yeah, I mean, like like you
0: said, I just put your list up on the screen for everyone to see. At the end of the day, you just said I'm going to play Sherry and She-Hulk in my Darkhawk deck and not even really be a Darkhawk deck anymore, but I'm still going to look like I'm a Darkhawk deck. Which probably, like, um, might have threw your opponents off as well, right? Like, uh, up until the point where you pass on turn 5, I assume most players are aware of what that means. Uh, if your opponent passes on turn five and, like, has a sunspot, chances are they're playing a She-Hulk next turn, so, like... Right, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, uh, the, I mean, even, I even pass on ter- turn five without a sunspot, right? So right, oh, know, you so. probably, and...
0: you almost always do, I, I, I totally agree. Uh, but the point is, is that your deck, like, at the beginning, it just looks like, hey, I'm just a, I'm just a Darkhawk deck, and then, like, I don't know where you're like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm passing on turn five, which means... Whatever I'm doing on turn six, you're probably very much coin flipping for the win.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, the deck is just good cards. It's just know? good cards. The, yeah. The the cards that are bad are like Korg and Moon Girl, and they're good when they're good in this deck. I mean, yeah. Moon... All the other cards are like pretty universally good.
0: Moon Girl's real good when you get the copy of She Hulk and have two. Two yeah. two one power ten two ten power one cost cards. <laughs> uh, right. So I brought up Bravo's deck. Uh, Bravo and I talked about his his list before the event. You know, like I said, he did not have a She Hulk. Um, he was missing some other like key cards that he wanted to be able to play with. Even for this deck, like he said, like he would have played like Dazzler in this list or Shauna in this list. That he had them um, didn't have either of them. His main tech card was the
1: Rogue. I know the Rogue it, won him uh, a couple games. It, in one of our sets, I got a Dazzler off of an X Mansion, and he rogued it. That's actually awesome. But all right, <laughs> I still won. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he did. He did get like the Dazzler ability off on the Rogue, which was which was neat.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, like his big tech card here is, ro- is was the Rogue. Like he base he he was expecting uh like way more Kazar list and spread list than he was. Big guy lists, obviously, with no Shang Chi or
1: anything Which, like that either. Right when you when you look at the pool of cards, like if you just like look at the list, it's understandable to think that, right? It right. just we have in our little community some people that own a bunch of series five cards, and I think so. Um... There were Dark Hux and there were She Hulks, and I guess was anyone on Devil Dinosaur besides Scott?
0: Um. I don't know. I don't think. So. I don't think there was very many
1: Devil dinosaurs. Okay. So I, 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 I know my friend that. Adam was playing infinite uh, I don't know how many Infanots there were, but I there There, one of, there was. I played f- at least one block the, deck. There
0: was a few Infanots. Yeah, there was probably like we had 18 players. I think there might have been three or four Infanots. Um, in the total breakdown. So, but yeah. So shout out to Bravo I, I again. I expected
1: to see more decks like this.
0: Well, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, you played against, oh no, you didn't play against Ziggy. Ziggy was uh, the same thing. So he was like a zoo deck, but he had, like, he had, a instead of having like the weird tech in the middle, he just had the top end Spider-Woman, She-Hulk, and then Shang-Chi. Aside from that, it's basically this, you know, it's basically the same zoo concept. Uh, but right. his, his concept was also similar. It was like, I'm just going to probably play my Kazar on four, and then I'm going to pass on turn five. And then I'm either going to Spider Woman my opponent that has, you know, a full a, like you know he, he same thing he thought it was going to be like his like another Kazar list so he's just like oh, I'll just right. Spider Woman that that lane and then I'll She Hulk some other lane and that's great or I'll just Blue Marvel and She Hulk like whatever I'll Shang Chi She you know he had options uh, you know to fill up the board as well and and Ziggy went undefeated actually in Swiss so you two were both 4-0 at the end of round four
1: uh, yeah but I never. Obviously, I never played him Swiss. But he also was on the opposite side of the bracket yeah. from me in the finals and lost to.
0: Yeah, like Bravo. he he actually played. He played Bravo in round one, and in game I he was they were both in Discord and uh, Ziggy was streaming it, so I was watching their game live. And Bravo actually beat him for eight cubes in game one of their first set, and then Ziggy rallied back to win the wow. win the match, which was astonishing to say the least. Um, and then like that's in tick.
1: that's that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and then in top four, Rich just just had to get him. I guess I don't know. I didn't get to see that one, but uh, it was a pretty fun match to watch for that uh, for that particular. Like I had I, I haven't seen anyone rally back from the the I lose eight cubes on game in game one. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it gets really Ziggy. hard. Bec-
1: <laughs> it gets really hard because you're not you don't need to snap anymore ever. But, like yeah. when you're when you're ten cubes to two. Yeah, like you just. Don't it's it's really unfair (laughs) yeah uh so
0: christian was number four you played him in top four he uh he cheated you out of a top four in the first event so you got your revenge man Um, he he misered (laughs) me so bad
1: i hadn't played against a single arrow uh all tournament so i was just galactic people that had had no interaction for galactus and then uh and and credit to christian because there was a there was a It was still a close match, and there was a round of that set that the first location was Murder World, Mm -hmm. and so I had decided I was not going to play any cards until turn three when I played Wave on Murder World. Sure. So the player on the arrow, and he played turn three, armor on Murder World. Oh god! And then arrowed (laughs) me. So that was that was just great play (laughs) on his part. That's awesome. Because I'm sure he had a better play than armor. Well. I mean, a bigger play than Armored, but right. a better one, obviously.
0: Right. Nice. Um, so in this one, he, he wrote in the player play file that he kind of kind of took some inspiration on of one of the lane control decks that I was building in that long stream that we did where we build a bunch of decks. Um, I, I
1: was sitting there, like, yelling words at you the whole time. Just,
0: just random character <laughs> names. Like... I'm like, what? Um, but yeah, so... This deck was probably... I mean, it's... It's probably one of the more unique decks in the event, in all it was honesty. Cool. Uh, there was, like I said, there was a lot of Infinite, there was a lot of Zoo, um, and then there was like the top end She Hulk decks and things like that. So his deck definitely was different from most of them, I should say. So I mean, he went through one.
1: His deck was really sweet. The only card I didn't like was the White Tiger. Yeah, well, like I understand why it's there, uh, yeah. but it just like not really. It's, it's
0: not very good. It. Yeah, it's just not very good. Uh, I think White Tiger's an easy cut, for sure. Um, Other than that, I think it was... it. I mean, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. He... Uh, like, this is the kind of deck that probably would much rather have Doctor Doom, but he probably just doesn't have Doctor Doom.
1: He's also not allowed to be played in this tournament.
0: You're right, he was a villain, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, White Tiger just sucks.
1: <laughs> right, I, I mean, White Tiger is probably about the best thing on theme, yeah, that is legal. Yeah, but I think you're better off just having like just any another any like type a, of stat. like a Drax, like yeah, yeah. So, like if you if you want another card to go with your storm, because that's essentially what the what White Tiger is, right? Yeah, uh, is you oh. want just like a Drax or I don't know something like that, Mister Fantastic, maybe. Honestly,
0: if we're being completely like open about it, he, he needed She Hulk. <laughs> this deck needed she well
1: hulk. <laughs> yeah should it, he did he did have the shuri right? yeah so, yeah yeah
0: he just uh, needed, he just needed she hulk that's
1: all he needed <laughs> he needed the she hulk he needed the dark hawk and the the rock guys and to dump all these bad cards that's yeah. just no i i thought christian deck was cool uh he got me with the heimdall in one round yeah uh he got me with a with the old six power professor x on turn five in one round six power professor x what turn turn four sherry turn five professor x
0: got you love it (laughs) all right uh so this was uh i I added the other three ones in the event because we we only played four rounds and then we cut so there was two three ones that ended up not making a cut so drew literally messaged me this morning and he's just like i have no idea what i'm supposed to call my deck I'm like it's just a pile. <laughs> it's literally just a pile of cards, bro. Like that's, that's yep. all it is. And he he uh, he went with it and called it pile of cards. So, uh, I mean, this is just like on curve, you know, high power, good card dot deck, right? Like that's that's just what this I, is.
1: I, I mean, I'm not 100% sold on the cable, but the rest of them are all good cards, I suppose. I, I mean,
0: yeah, you could probably easily get a better two two cost character in your deck. This deck a, also does not look like a deck that needs to be American Chavez deck. Like you're not, you're like you're not searching for anything that's oppressive. So I don't know that you like need to play right. that like, card you either. Just wanna,
1: you just want to, make sure you put the Black Cat in the discard, I guess. Because <laughs> Ghost Rider doesn't do anything else. I I don't know, <laughs> not sure. I, I mean this, yeah, this is confusing. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> he
0: he had She Hulk. That's that's all I have to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and then of course the last one was Scott uh playing the modified Dark Hawk deck, like you said. Um his big his his big difference was Colson and Devil Dinosaur and right. then... the, the
1: other the other ten cards were literally the same. Yeah. Uh but yeah. he had the Colson and the Devil Dinosaur. And and I asked him about it. Like he probably should have beat me in round one. Like our our match was really strange because yeah. the first the first round he won, I retreated, he got a cube or whatever. In the second round, I played just awful into the Nexus. Mm. And he crushed me. Mm. Uh, but then I won four cubes on an Ego. Nice. Like, and and he told me after fact. he's like, I said, like, I'm sorry to beat you on these, like, literally RNG locations. He's like, it's okay. I, I should have retreated on the Ego. Yeah. And, uh... So I, I won four cubes on the ego, and then I won some additional cubes on a. Uh, I can't think of what it's called a TVA. TVA. Yeah. Where I where I drew a zabu. Yeah. And so you you like win every TVA you have a zabu right like. Probably. I mean you should. But <laughs> it's, it's not as, it's not as bad as it used to be, but like. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. But like, I mean, Darkhawk in even Darkhawk just in TVA is just like I'm just going to win that lane cuz my Darkhawk is a million power. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cuz no, nobody can beat a Darkhawk on turn 4 when uh, the game ends. Unless unless they Yeah,
0: unless they don't have priority and they guess the 50/50 rate on on a Shang-Chi. That's about it. It's like the only way you're beating a Darkhawk.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Right. So I mean, our game was close and it should have been cuz we we're playing identical decks and um you know Mine had the the She Hulk factor, which I think was a, like you said, like a, just a big deal in the tournament. Was how good she was compared right. to every other card. Right. So yeah. How many how many sunspots were there? Is there a sunspot in literally every one of these decks you just showed?
0: Uh yeah, maybe I think not so. in Christians.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's I think he's in every other deck.
1: I mean it. It would make sense because they're all She-Hulk decks, They're all too. She-Hulk decks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know uh, Rich
0: I know Rich was playing it. I'm pretty sure Rich was playing it, too. Uh, bravo. Um, yeah. Oh, no, okay. So those two decks... The two decks that did not have She-Hulk were not playing Sunspot. Did not, did not
1: have a Sunspot. <laughs> I'm surprised that the Kazoo deck didn't have a Sunspot, but...
0: Yeah, just the fill Curve, uh, I think, is correct.
1: I think right. Sunspot's probably... I mean, just, like,
0: I don't think Squirrel Girl is good pretty
1: much ever, so... Um, right, you like have to be playing your own killmonger in a death. Yeah, and I d- obviously I, not allowed in this format. Yeah,
0: I don't. I, I I think this is the worst card in most people's decks. So,
1: like, uh,
0: I would have definitely played Sunspot over that for sure.
1: How how do you feel about Squirrel Girl versus White Tiger in the in the Christian deck? I think squir- I think
0: Squirrel Girl is worse. Okay, I, I think so too. I was just curious. Yeah, no, I think Squirrel Girl's worse for sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, So yeah, it was fun. I like... uh, I'm a big fan of player profiles, um, giving players the opportunity to talk about events and give
1: their two cents. I was always a big fan of that in other games, so... I misunderstood misunderstood the player profile in the first tournament, where I just wrote, like, one-word answers (laughs) to your questionnaire, (laughs) because the, the like, box on the Google form is, like, very small, and I didn't know that I had just infinite characters, so I, I, I... pretended like I had a personality in this one. Oh yeah,
0: we'll just, we'll, let's let's see, let's see the difference, let's scroll down here. So here's Neil in the first event, <laughs> and then we go all the way up to the top for the second event, and Neil became a real person instead of just a robot, look at that, look at all this text, yeah. he made
1: up for it, that's alright. Um, just I just talked about Galactus a lot in both of them, Yeah. both the first week and the second week, even yeah, though yeah, Galactus was yeah. not allowed in this one. Whatever, yeah. you know, that's fine. Well.
0: All right, let's briefly uh, talk about this event coming up. So, yeah, tomorrow, in, like, uh, actually less than 12 hours now. Like, uh, I was going
1: to the counter said something like 11 hours. When it should I say it
0: somewhere around here, right?
1: Uh, where are we at? I think it's because you're on the, like, mod version. I'm on, but... like, the
0: real page, because whatever. Let's see. You might be right. But, in, in any case... It's here. Uh, I a.m. I, I, I could technically join this tournament again if I wanted to, uh, but that's a different account. It doesn't count. <laughs> but yeah, right now it's saying we have fifty-two of sixty-four players, which is awesome. Um, that's a super exciting, super exciting. You know, like our first two events, we only had eighteen players. Uh, so coming over here, hitting fifty-two, getting a lot more word out. There was a lot more hey, shares. You
1: have, you have like you have like four times the volume of your first two combined.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's and cool. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, uh, it's great. And I think it's I think it's cool too. You know, I've had a lot of people reach out that are not named Scott Landis uh, that were very excited that this was a Series Three only event <laughs> uh, because, right. and this is part of our conversation. No. We're gonna we're gonna go down the rabbit hole for, but
1: <laughs> you know, the big reason that I was advocating for a Series Three tournament was that like for the purpose of community building. But right. apparently, you did that already. Yeah, like behind their backs because you just I'm quadrupled the attendance, so uh, we really should just be playing. Every I mean,
0: card. I definitely had help, right? So, like, I, this I will say that um, I've done my I've done a, a good job of like just being vocal about it in multiple discords and on Twitter and on YouTube and on Facebook. And I've been trying my my damnness to, to grow the community uh, for sure to have more players to play in these events, but I also had some help. You know, a lot of shout out to like Snap Zone and uh snap cloud tweets and marvel Snapdex and all those guys have all been retweeting a lot of my uh tournament information so that's been really helpful shout out to battlefly in general i guess because a lot of there are the way that battlefly runs these events is that all you have to do is click on marvel snap the game and then it just shows you all the events on like the main page so uh that's a big deal because people are it's easier for people to find events if there's like a place to look and it felt like the digital TCG world was... A lot of it was Hearthstone events and uh, Runeterra events and, you know, whatever else. Maybe even Arena events, for all I know, um, are played on this Battlefly website. So having that small spotlight there, I think, did a lot of good. And we found a lot of players that way. Bunch of new players on into the Discord, which is awesome. Growing community. Um, I'm very excited to get this event started and just kind of enjoy the fact that we... We have 52 players currently signed up. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if what happens amazing. in the next 12 it's, it's hours. Gonna,
1: it's so many people, it's going to screw up your like <laughs> hope to do one a week. What's we're I, not I have I, enough time for the I,
0: rounds? 100% already, I 100 already. I already know. I already know that this will very much be the last one of the season. Will it's very because like at minimum this is six rounds cut to a top eight. Right. So there's just no way we're going to even get this done probably before. Uh, the
1: next seasonal start I mean, if people if people actually finish their rounds in 24 hours which is right. not a cutoff right and also crazy to imagine happening right you're still you're still gonna play for 10 days right right exactly
0: so I, I think that but I'm okay I mean at the end of the day like I was trying to do no, weekly events because like I'm trying to just it's uh, a good
1: problem to have right
0: sure. yeah like I I would much rather us have bigger events and be more impactful and be more meaning and get more Legs out of the deck that you chose to play than just playing four rounds. And you know, if you didn't go undefeated or you didn't like, you know, you, you, it, when when in smaller events, you have to be almost perfect to guarantee like winning something, uh, or like yeah. just being content, like even contested in as in like a, the winner's bracket, etc. In these longer events, it's not as penalizing, uh, for like a round one loss, you know, like you can lose round one and still win the next four and then put yourself in contention for a top eight um so i, I do enjoy those things uh I, I enjoy the idea of because they're longer uh it gives us it'll give myself more time to prepare for the next one so as soon as i have the kind of what, what the next event's going to be set in stone it'll also give more people time to think about it as well like now it's not like hey we're starting this event on tuesday and then on Friday, I'm already, dram- like, jamming down another event, you know, down your throats of saying, hey, here's a new format. Figure out what you're going to play in that also. So, like, I think that, that'll that be good, like, just to have it spread out. You know, if if yeah. we can contain it to 64 players, um, and if we grow, we grow. I'm not – once again, that's a good problem to have. Uh, if these end up being biweekly, then they, they, that's – I mean, I think everyone will be okay with that.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's not – it's not reducing the number of games that are being played for sure the number of games that are being played is much larger right even even with less tournaments it just gives you have so many more players so it's i mean it's good you know you just get into a cadence of however they fill up right yeah
0: we'll see you know like i said, I, I i have been a tournament organizer now for three years you know uh what i can say and I, i'll be the first to admit and i have no problems hiding this uh in our heyday, our biggest Transformers trading card event that we held in our Discord was 39 players. So, like that was at the yeah. the the biggest of the big that we can get was 39 players, and that all that really shows me today is how tiny the Transformers community was in the end, right? Like, right? Because. At that time, there was nobody doing what we were doing. We were the only show in town running tournaments, right? Like, there was no one else even thinking about doing it, you know?
1: And just, I mean, obviously having played in some of those, I don't know if I played in the 39-person one. You did, you did. Okay. The, uh, just the logistics. This is another just benefit of the Marvel Snap format. Right. And that accessibility we were talking about before where, like, you know, you give players thirty six hours to finish their game. In
0: twenty, you have twenty minutes and, to fill in thirty six hours.
1: Right, super easy. Mm-hmm. And when we played Transformers, you know, you gave them three or four days. Yeah. To get the match scheduled and get the match played, it had to be on, it top, had to be
0: on webcams. Like, it, right, it, it was so many other not things only, going on. Yeah.
1: Not only is the game a longer game, but it also required you to have like a. A camera setup on your phone or a webcam or whatever and then get on discord with your opponent and like schedule things and you had players from malaysia and stuff and like which i mean maybe we have international players in this but we do uh, we do yeah but again to your point 20 minutes filling in over a 36 hour period like is easy to do for almost everyone yeah and yeah. Even if you're six, ten hours difference. Yeah, also.
0: it's it's one of those things where it's not perfect. Um, there's definitely going to be times where you might not be able to make it work. And that's just as, – as we learned in Transformers, it was just like, hey, it was either we do it this way or, like, we don't do it at all. So, like, when those right. things happen, yeah. you kind of just take it on the chin and you just move on. You know, like, not everyone is going to be able to – play your opponent every round i totally understand that sometimes it feels really bad sometimes it's one person's fault sometimes it's the other person's fault like there's a trend that gets set and things like that where yes over 36 hours you have to fill in this void but at the same time it's like hey you also don't have to spend six hours in front of your computer on a saturday either right like this is giving it's just it's like the complete opposite of what you're yeah. used to but it's giving you this freedom of Oh well I just have to find twenty
1: minutes, you know. So Yeah, you know, we on on the bus we ran ashes tournaments for the last two years and even with you know, we, we would get between like twenty five and forty players for a for for an event and, and we went through these cycles of like, you know, we gave them 3 or 4 days yeah. essentially following your bottle from transformers at the beginning Yeah, and people complained that that was too short
0: too short and then,
1: so right too short wow don't don't get me started on that wow. <laughs> so they said it was too short so we moved it to where we had one big quarterly thing Yeah. and you only had one game a week okay and uh but in between we would run smaller events sure so for people that that weren't the people that could only play once a week, they could play more games than other events. And we just we went through like five iterations, and we just could never find something that clicked with the community to get the cadence correct. Yeah, and you know, it's ultimately one of those... we let the game do to other things. But yeah. but for Marvel Snap and what you're doing, like it, it's perfect. Like it just, you know, we had the same thing where our game started out as. Uh, webcam games. Mm-hmm. But then they made a, a digital app and that helped a lot. Right. Um but obviously this has the digital app built in. Like it has the tracking, it has I don't know, it has everything you need and, and it's yeah. even your small one so far it's worked great.
0: Yeah, the the only thing that it doesn't offer yet is the in game ability to communicate with opponents. That's it. Which is like the one thing that I have to continuously ask our players to do and I will basically do it Probably every 8 to 12 hours for the next week <laughs> saying, hey, yeah. have you contacted your opponent? Did you set up your game? All those – like th- like that's the only way that these things work in, and that is the one reason why – it was a core reason why I went to Battlefly because you guys will see that as soon as the event starts, your this whole tab is going to change. So it's going to go to a matchup tab and you can go to your matchup tab and in the matchup tab it says uh, – there's a text box. So there's a chat box with your opponent. So that means you can – now you can reach out to your opponent on Discord or you can just reach out to your opponent right on Battlefly. So it'll like th- – there's just there's another way to communicate with your opponent, which I think is the most important thing. And it's been the hardest thing for new players coming to our events to understand that they have to communicate with their opponents, uh, which is why I've – in every single email and every single post on Discord, I've went over and over again about the rules and how to handle – uh, how to do that and I will continue to do that until people kind of understand and get it because yeah, it's nothing it's, there's nothing worse than if we have fifty two players here and forty five of them play their game in the first nine hours, ten hours, and then the other ten people didn't even communicate with the other people they're playing and then we're waiting another sixteen hours for a game to never happen. Um Yeah so that the one
1: the one thing yeah. that's Marvel Snap puts you in a mindset of is like there's definitely people in the Marvel Snap community that are not card players. Right. Or have never been a tournament card player. Right. So, like, the transition from in-person paper tournaments to digital tournaments like you were running or like we were running is not that big a deal, you know, because you understand, like, even though the round time is extended Mm -hmm. for however long the window is, you still, you're required to sit down at your table, you're required to meet your opponent, you're required to play your game and finish it in time, whatever. But, there's potentially like a population of Marvel snap players that have never done that and have had no exposure to that. Right. And they're just, you know, they just play on the ladder where they get, you know, you push a button, you get an opponent. Yep. Yep. That's, you know,
0: (laughs) yeah. No, I totally get it. But, uh, from, I mean, you you can, you've, you've been here. I have the pandemic forced me to do things differently than I had never seen done before. And this is the way that it's worked for years is we're just going to keep trying it, keep doing it and it's not to say that i'm not going to run one day events because i will uh this is about growing the community now this way and then through this way we'll do other things uh for anyone that knows me from the past uh i do several community or several charity events throughout the year so in april there'll be uh an event for autism I do multiple events for Extra Life. I do events for I do events for Toys for Tots. Like over the last couple of years, I probably raised close to ten thousand dollars in charity funds uh, through Transformers trading yeah, card Games. which is incredible. Marvel Snap is a much larger game than Transformers trading card game, so I truly hope that we're able to grow a community that I can give even more back to those charities because they all very much mean things to me. But um, glad that we covered the details. So let's talk about the series three meta game, right? So you never experienced it realistically, right? You know, you came into the game six, seven weeks after Global Uh, Launch. Um, And let me finish what I'm saying before you respond to it. So the Series 3 metagame really only fully existed uh, for the closed beta players and then the first seven weeks of the game. I think that's how long it was uh came out mid-october and then the first series five and four came out at the end of november so yeah so it was like five or six weeks that where the game had this quote series three metagame where everything was quote solved and people knew what the best decks were and people like like basically everything was already figured out none of those things remain true at this point any longer for multiple reasons one of which is battle mode is much different than, than ladder climbing. Uh, another reason is there have now been cards added to the game and added to Series 3 to create a different metagame within itself. Um, so yeah, so right. that's what I mean by that. It's like when you came into the game, you basically came in and Series 4 and Series 5 were already in the game. So while you were playing, you were right. you, know, you were getting matched up against players that, that had other Series 3 decks, etc., but... At that point, there wasn't even a metagame anymore, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I personally climbed from, like, 30 to 60 in the Surfer season on a Galactus. Yeah. Like, that. none of those games are Series 3 games. Right, right, you have a Galactus, uh, right. Um, so, yeah, you're right. So what, what was the first season? What I assume... It, season one
0: was Miles Spider-Man, Morales. Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Yeah, Miles Morales, um, and
0: then Black Panther... And,
1: Right, and was Miles Morales season directly like like launch the same as the the non like the open launch? Yeah. So, when or it was, was even, there a it's, time with no season pass?
0: It's technically no. So there was always a season pass, no matter what. Even in closed beta, they had season passes. Okay. So every month they had a season pass, regardless. Um, like the first one, I think was Wave. Um, Thor was a season pass. Nick Fury was a season pass. Um, I can't remember the other one. There had to have been one more, but I can't remember. Yeah, right
1: that doesn't really affect the the series three metagame, game, I guess. I, no. I was just curious as to how that broke. So the Miles Morales season is the season you're talking about, essentially, and, and, it, and I guess the beginning of Panther. I would
0: say I would say it was more 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 on the Panther because at global launch, anyone that came in the game, I mean, you weren't touching series three. In two weeks because the game launched globally in the middle of october which was the middle of the season so like when we started the game we came in and we're in week three right so you came in everyone and it's smart because like honestly like if you had like an alt account and you log in your alt account right now you would get a million experience a million credits a million season experience because you would just have three weeks of quests lined up all to do in like three days right like because you can it's very easy to do those things so that's what it felt like it felt like It was smart for them to release in the middle of it because everyone was going to feel attached and feel like there was a lot of things to do and grow and then of course once you finish all of your quests you're like oh i don't have any credits how do i get credits how do (laughs) i i
1: I don't have any boosters really like
0: what do i do right like and that's what happened right so like i didn't even touch like a series three well okay i'm a little different because i had started at 224 because i played in the closed beta for a very limited amount of time but like, most players didn't touch a series three card probably until week two or week three of the Black Panther metagame. So even then, this whole like global launch series three metagame didn't exist. It just it it, it literally never existed because by the time anyone was even into series three, series four and series five were released. Uh yeah. so like that's why like I think I'm like, while I know, like, you can go and you can look at the tier list and you can see, all right, well, what decks are filled with X cards from Series 3 and, like, how can I replace the Series 4 and Series 5 one? Yeah, you can totally do that. But at the same time, it's still very undefined, you know? Like, I think there's probably four, like, honestly, let's put it this way. I I started a survey today that I'm going to post uh, tomorrow morning after the event, which is, it's two questions. The question one is, what did you play? And it's, I, made, I came up with 15 different decks that I think are playable in the format. And then the second question is, what do you expect to see the most of? Because I'm just curious on what players... A, what, what what the graph will look like with players that played, and then what the graph of, will look like of what players expect it th- to be played. Um, so I'll be interested to see, because I honestly think there's probably 15 decks that are an archetype in the format... And I probably didn't even think of all of them, honestly. That's why there's also an other button, because...
1: Yeah, that, you know. I mean, like you said, I never played really at a time when both myself and my opponents all pretty much only had Series 3. Yeah. I mean, neither did it, I. It, like, didn't happen. Yeah. And so, like, I remember talking to you, because like, I played the game through Series 2, right? And that's pretty easy to do. Yeah like you you complete your series 2 collection and i and i was talking to you and you were like give me this list of cards that like these are like the the big hits for uh for what it is and i i had a destroyer as my like literal first series 3 card which
0: is a phenomenal card to open early
1: right right and and at that time it was a 16 yeah yeah uh, <laughs> So I had essentially all the cards for Destroyer. Yeah, because I played that for a long time.
0: It's literally just a series. It's a series two deck that when you open Destroyer, you're just like, oh, I actually have a real deck now.
1: Right. Instead of just like living on a hope dream of Spectrum, you can yeah. actually like yeah. do some goofy stuff and yeah,
0: you just you just get uh, to win the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that was like that was like my journey was like I open Destroyer, I play ongoing Destroyer. A ton. Yeah. Until I amass the collector's tokens to buy Galactus, and then I play Galactus a ton. Yeah. And through doing so, which was not free, obviously. Like, I am not a free to play player. Right. Uh, But through doing so, I essentially got, you know, 75 80% through all series 3 cards from the. Like, Fallout of the money I spent and just the sheer amount of time I played. And then, you know, I made Infinite in the Surfer season. Uh, And that, you know, so there was never really a time in that section that I played any of the Series 3 decks. Yeah. And I didn't do a ton of research going into this. Yeah. But I did a little bit. And the decks, like, like you said, there's a bunch of decks that are viable. Mm -hmm. And most of them exist as decks that include a a Series 4, Series 5 card, or 2, or whatever now. Yeah. But they're very similar. And, you know, the She-Hulk we saw be just so incredibly impactful in the Heroes Tournament, which is a which is more restrictive than this, but obviously, like, that moving to Series 3 is a huge change from the time frame that you were talking about. There was yeah. never a She-Hulk.
0: Yeah, there was, and, yeah, it didn't even exist.
1: <laughs> right. And so... I don't know. I, I'm very excited. I I like the different feel of some of these because, uh, you know, when you just jump into ladder games, it's always the same. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The I think it's, I think it's interesting note. Like the one thing that I had a couple players message me when I was discussing like the tournament with them in like in DMs, and they're like, oh, like, well, I'm only like, halfway through Series 3. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, Even being halfway through Series 3, you're probably closer to making a complete deck than you were in the Civil War event because the most powerful cards in the game were still legal in that, you know, in that event at the end of the day. So, like, when you cut those off and you go, let's just say I'm still missing 30 cards from Series 3, it's like, all right, well, you still have 50 cards plus all of the series, you know, all the recruit and everything else. Right. And the, even the trade-off
1: you're making is that like, you're saying, oh, I don't have a Maximus. Right. Well, you're at the same time. You're also saying, oh, well, Neil doesn't have a Darkhawk and a Shuri. Right, right, right. It, right. It,
0: it, Cause like I said, like, so series four and series five, I, th- I the, the numbers aren't, I think it's 18 cards right now. So I think there's, I think there's nine series four cards and 7 series 5 cards or something like that whatever the, like it's something like that it's like 16 or 17 cards that are series 4 and series 5 so it's all you're removing right. from the game right it's it's not a lot like you have a gigantic card pool aside from those but the other important thing is that any tier list that you go and find well all the top tier decks all have those cards in them because a i mean we can have a long debate about that but there's several reasons why those cards are most played it's because people that were playing the tracker have been playing this game forever and care about the stats and things like that, but it's not even saying that they're necessarily the best decks. It's, just they're, it's accurately saying that they're the most uh, popular decks that have win rates with players with the tracker.
1: Um, right, yeah. The, for, for my mind, there's two kinds of cards in Series 4 and 5, right? There's, like, deck dividing. Deck defining cards, which mostly exist in Series Five. We're talking about like Galactus and Thanos that have their own archetype well, it, that you essentially have no access to, yeah,
0: like, uh, even without them. even to the extent of like uh, Darkhawk and Sherry for their time that they were in Series Five. Like you, you build a Darkhawk right. deck, you right. build yeah, yeah, yeah. a Sherry deck, you build a Galactus deck, you build a Thanos deck. Like you know, you don't you don't build a Bass deck. Like no, like you don't. You, <laughs> yeah, it, you, exactly. Exactly. You you can build a Valkyrie deck, but it's you know like eh. but right. yeah. So
1: the other the other kind of card that exists in series four and five is a replacement of something, right? So yeah. you have like like and and they're not always better, right? You know, like century, right? Okay, century four
0: century's bad, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but, but that's, why I, I'm use, that's why I'm using that one as an example, right? Sentry
0: shouldn't cause be a card if, bad.
1: <laughs> if we're talking about four drops that have big power sure. in Series 4 and 5, you already named the good ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about, like, okay, so so you as a player, you know, in your 2.5% chance of opening a cash or whatever, got a Sentry. Sure. So you, you decide that in your Zabu deck, instead of playing Crossbones, you're going to play Sentry because... You opened one, you and it's a, neat.
0: You made a horrible and,
1: mistake. <laughs> well, right, but but you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like yeah, So, yeah. so we're we're talking about like the majority of these series four and five cards are replacement level or worse mm-hmm. of cards that exist in one, two, and three. Yeah, some of Some of them are, of them are, are a fewer, few outliers. They're that just are sideways wildly powerful. Yeah, but, yeah. But for the purpose of this, like you're going to build a very viable and fine deck. Without your series four and five cards, mm-hmm. it's going to be interactive and fun because, like you said, everybody at some point in their life played at that level. Like, yeah, and it's you know, it decreases the feels bad. I think, and that, that was like the biggest thing for me when when I came to you advocating for this was that you know, for me personally, yeah, I want to play Galactus all the time. Yeah, I want to play my fun series four and five cards because I put a lot of time and money into my collection. But we also want to build the community, and you know, in in one of my rounds in the previous civil war tournament, like no fault of my opponent, I think that I mean this is we're talking about a guy that's collection level two thousand or whatever, maybe less. I, I don't know what it actually is. Yeah, like I think he played great. I think the deck he built was well built, and and. Powerful for the level of collection level he had, and I absolutely annihilated him stood no chance. Yeah, and had nothing to do with my play skill or his. No. And and he himself, you know, is a is a great sport and and was not turned away by that by that. But like, you can see how that would turn someone away. Absolutely, from that particular experience because it wasn't fun for me either. Mm. Like. I beat him in round one for two cubes. He snapped in in round two, and I snapped back and got him for the other eight and won 10-0. Yeah, like it's that's not fun for me either. Yeah. So, like I said, you you want to play these fun and interactive games, and this is a way to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it it's tough. I mean, like so, for, like even like in this last event, like I played, I purposely played. Like a like honestly, at the end of the day, it was basically a series three deck. It was Watch I could garbage. I could play that same deck in this event and probably do the exact same that I did. <laughs> but the point is, is that uh, I put myself in that position on purpose to kind of see what, with like what those players would see, uh, because it is important as a as an organizer for me to try and grow the community in a positive direction and. Affect the, moni- the minority of players in the end. Right. Um, and that's what's most important, right? Is like, yes, it's, you know, myself. It's
1: more likely that those players with the low collection level are going to want to interact with the high collection level players on that level, like, if they get involved in the community. Right. Because they're going to learn from people like you and me and Scott. They're going to learn from other players of their own level, you know, and they're going to realize that, like, even though their goals and their choices for the game have left them, you know, at a lower collection level. They still have fun. They can still get better. They can still compete. And they won't get those feel-bads. And they won't, you know... Everybody's going to improve as a whole that way.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's... To me, um, this event just... it's, It's a nudge at a lot of things. It is a nudge at the end of the day that if you're a competitive card player you should be excited about whatever the rules are right like i for one i love limited formats i love the concept of trying to break a format that is undiscovered in a way like that that's that's something that i've always enjoyed out of quote limited formats uh expect explicitly in marvel snap where You know, we still at the end of the day we have a limited card pool in general, right? Like it's not a it's not like we have a thousand cards even that. Like we have like I don't know what maybe three hundred cards. That I don't know. That might even that might even be high. There's
1: like fifty or sixty playable ones.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, But the point is, is that it is a limited format in general. But we play like you said. The ladder is just that for us, from you, for me, for Scott. Like we're playing that every time I hit the, you know, you've hit the button to so find a match. Like I'm, I'm playing yeah. in that ladder every single time. So I don't I don't not that I wouldn't want to play at that level uh, with like-minded players that would enjoy it. I think that would still be fine. I think I do think there's a nice meta game inside battle mode with people with that type of collection level. The community we have just don't does not represent that collection level. You know, I would I would say right. that our average collection level is probably closer to like sixteen hundred than it is three thousand. You know, like if I'm being honest. So I would say right. I mean
1: remove remove you, me, and Scott, and the average is like it's probably like a thousand.
0: No, like, no. If you remove us three, it's probably the average probably goes to it probably it's probably two thousand. Like if if okay. if most players are free to play, uh, or not even free to play, but like. Definitely not buying a, every $100 bundle, right? Um, on average, most players should complete Series 3 by the end of this month if they started on global launch. So at that point, most sure. players should be close to 3,000 collection level. Uh, we – the you and I are outliers and we purchased basically an extra 2,000 or so collection levels over the last couple of months. Um, right. But – the The average player should be somewhere in the range of I would say eighteen hundred to twenty two hundred based on whatever their season cash level was at the end of each season you know like if if you've got fifty season caches, well you know average season cash is worth seventy five credits, you do the math like you're gonna be further along than the person that didn't get to a hundred in the season level um but yeah so I, I think the average is probably like we're probably close to two thousand collection level. you probably have a bunch of players that have you know. 20 or 30 cards left in Series 3, and then you have, like, the other people that spent a little bit of money and that are just now finishing it and
1: have Series 4 cards, you know. Even if you're one of those people that that is 20 cards short of Series 3 or whatever, like, I, I would bet that you could build a complete high tier series three deck it may not be like the literal one you want to build right because you're missing whatever card but of the ones like you said 15 that you named or whatever maybe more you can absolutely like, build like there, there's no one way of them has yeah. to be completed there's no way
0: on the planet that you couldn't build one of the 15 decks that i'm that i that i listed and i i did that in like 10 minutes off the top of my head i just literally thought of 15 different decks that were series three decks so like and i said i'm sure that i missed something right like
1: and it's stuff like this that's a gateway. Like I, like I said, it's a gateway to the larger world. Like you were saying, like, like-minded players. Well, you don't have to have 5,000 collection level to be like-minded. And no. by joining a community like this and being involved in a community like this, you're going to gain that experience and that way of thinking about the game and just be there regardless of whether you, you know, you own the juggernaut or whatever to finish your collection. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing, too, is um, we do it a lot for... We did, we had, like, a mini-discussion about Mr. Negative, like, two hours ago. Uh, someone, uh, Nemi, opened up Mr. Negative and was like, hey, I want to build a Mr. Negative deck. And then we had, like, four people pitch their Mr. Negative decks. Um, <laughs> so like,
1: Mr. Negative's a sweet card. It's a sweet card. It's fun. Um, Mr. Negative is, is, like, the Series 3 Galactus slash Thanos or whatever that's, like, an archetype builder
0: yeah i mean pretty much i mean it's not
1: it's obviously it's not like the same level of power levels as yeah as I mean, maybe miss, it is i mr mr negative lockjaw it's like its whole deck yeah lockjaw is a good example
0: um i mean destroyer is honestly an example like the difference between having destroyer in your ongoing spectrum deck and not having destroyer is unbelievable
1: so, like, yes it is factual. Unbelievable. That, that is 100 percent correct
0: um so yeah, I don't know. There's like I said, there's a lot of there's definitely a lot. There's and and for what it's worth, um as we'll segue into our our final our final stuff from from the day, uh the patch gave us some things. You know, we got an updated uh Sandman, which you know,
1: so that that's the biggest change, right? Like uh... the biggest literal I mean it, it's not like maybe the change that affects the meta the most, but it's like the biggest actual gameplay change, right?
0: Yeah, I mean that, he's but... he's basically a new card, you know. Right. Um, it's, ba- yeah, I mean he's, he's he is a realistic card to play in the game now. Right. He or, went from
1: unplayable, yeah. and bad to like
0: maybe okay. He he went to, I'm gonna maybe win one out of fifteen games because I played Sandman. To I'm probably gonna win like fifty percent of my games when I play Sandman now. <laughs> So his win rate went up literal 1,000%. a 1,000%.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he has, like, an almost realistic power on his own. And, well, well his ability didn't change, uh, you know, the, the cost is, like, a nerf-ish. But you really only cared about the turn 6 lockup anyway. So it didn't really, like, practically change what he does. Yeah, I,
0: I look at him now probably in the same vein that I look at Shang-Chi, Enchantress uh like rogue like those cards. Like now I look like, and
1: just like a like a miser answer yeah, kind
0: of card. It just it really is, because there are a ton of decks in the game that are looking to do really ridiculous things on turn six. And the moment you play a Sandman, well their whole plan goes to shit. So like and like here's the thing that I that I feel about Sandman is that it might not be the best deck to play on the ladder because you're probably a deck that's only going to win one or two cubes in most games because either you're going to retreat hey. because your opponent is just a better deck and they don't care about the turn six play, or your opponent's going to retreat because they are the turn six play and they can't beat you. And then the worst part is is that if you think that you're going to win and you're snapped and your opponent goes, well, I actually don't care about your Sandman. I'll just win this yeah. way instead. But
1: I, uh, I also have a Doctor Doom in my deck. Yeah,
0: like, like I just like... have a Miser Doctor Doom or I just have a Miser... Armsola, right? Like I just, I'm not gonna yeah. give a shit about your about your Sandman. You're gonna lose a lot of cubes that way.
1: But yeah, in, it sucks. It sucks when you're like your big win condition is turn five, so they get to like decide if you get two cubes or not. Right,
0: and that's that's why that's why I'm saying this is like as a ladder climbing deck. Maybe it's not successful, but like in battle mode, well, if you're like if you're misering your opponent on turn five a bunch of games, well, that two damage actually matters. <laughs>
1: Oh, right
0: yeah. you know like it's not the same where it's like oh i, I need you know well i'll you said i need 300 cubes to get to infinite all right well 300 cubes two cubes at a time is gonna take you a really long fucking time but yeah. two, <laughs> two cubes at a time in battle mode well that that only takes a couple rounds like it, it it's, it's a big difference i think i think the card's gonna be a very interesting card in the series 3 meta actually I, yeah, i'm actually I, kind of excited about it
1: I've run into it a few times in the last couple of days. People have been, obviously, trying it a lot because of the update. And I'm
0: one of those players that lost a bunch of cubes trying it. That's me, right here.
1: Oh, well, I, d- I just, like, got randomly wrecked by it once in a while playing, uh, BODOC. Cause oh, yeah, I've I just I... been playing BODOC lately, and, and, like, you're just like, okay, well, I, I need to, like, play these two cards or these three cards so that I leave only the thing, like, the big thing for my d- Dracula, and you can't, and then, Yeah. uh...
0: Yeah no, I, I had and some games where it was awesome where my opponent like skipped on turn five for their She Hulk and my turn five was Sandman. I was like, thanks for the cubes, like yeah that's fun. Uh, I also had a game where <laughs> my opponent snapped me and I realized immediately that he was a Sarah deck and then I snapped him back because I was going to play Sandman and then I he played Sarah and I played Sandman and then he retreated before the animation finished. So like yeah,
1: yep. that, that's going to happen. He's like for picks sure. up his cards and go home. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you got your. You got your four from that, I guess. Yeah, but... I did.
0: It was great. It was great. Um, uh, but yeah, so I think I think that's a pretty impactful change. It even in, even in like just ladder climbing in itself, like its existence is good.
1: Um, right. Yeah. It, it's it's just one of those things that like it's like an effect the game needs to have. It's like Shang Chi. Like everybody complains about Shang Chi. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. it's like a like you were comparing to Shang Chi also, but yeah. like it it's just like an effect that it needs to exist in the game. Whether it's good or bad, or, you know, great or worse, or, or middling or whatever, just needs to be there. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, it's just, it's just another reason that, like, decks like Surfer or Negative or whatever, just, I mean, there's... Or Sarah, anything, they just yeah, go it's,
0: bonkers. It, it, it's pretty, like, it's pretty crazy to think how many decks in the game, uh, especially the high cube rate decks, honestly, that just have the ability to play multiple cards or, you know, three cards on turn six. Like, there's so many decks that do that now that this card getting the buff at this time, at the very least it's just like, well, I got like... It's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's crazy, you're totally right, because they nerfed Surfer, right? So that was like one of the big ones that played two or three cards on six. Right. And and they nerfed Zabu, which was another big one that played multiple cards on six. Right. But it's, it's still just what people do. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's... If anything, it just created other versions of stuff, but like it's yeah. still like, even the She-Hulk. The She Hold's another example. Like the Sherry She-Hulk yeah. decks are just like, Yeah, i am just gonna pass. And I'm gonna play She-Hulk Taskmaster on turn six. And now you're like, Okay, yeah, well she- well now if you pass, you, you can play your you know, your one card and lose, probably.
1: <laughs> right. Like, so. like Death Wave has come back into the meta somewhat.
0: Yeah, uh, but even Death Wave is another deck and, and, that, that right, plays multiple another, cards.
1: Correct, right? Like your opponent plays turn five wave and you play turn five sandman yeah
0: you're just... like yes yeah, <laughs> oh, sweet i guess i win now I've... S- sweet i'm glad you made my dr doom cost four that's that was really helpful yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah i agree i don't know i think he's cool um i think some of the other uh i think they like the the low key changes were probably some of my favorites though i'm gonna bring it up real quick uh on the website yeah but like there was a bunch of weird locations uh like location changes so like have you seen the the sakar drop yet
1: no. Uh, I, I, the only ones I know about are the cards.
0: Okay, so a lot of locations got tra- changed also. Um, and most of it said that they were, like, textual changes, but that's not true. Like, there was actual, like, game state changes. Uh, I'm going to bring it up real quick. Da, 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 somewhere. There it is. Um, so, like, Sakar now, instead of instantly taking a card from your hand, it does it at the end of turn. Uh, because everyone can attest that when you play wave and like your wave gets a card on turn one, and then yeah, you, and then all players and are it, just time walked for two, two turns, turns <laughs> is like the worst experience on the planet. Uh, yeah. So they got rid of that. Clintar uh, now uh, instead of making a one cost card, the Symbia is a four cost card. So that's oh, that's big. That's I mean it's it's different like. You know, like it's it makes sense too. It's not even like it's that far off of, of like what it should be doing. Um, Agreed. And that,
1: yeah it it made no sense to me that, like a killmonger killed your entire Clintard squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: obviously, the Darkhawk nerf is like, it, it, I it matters, but it's mostly whatever. Uh, the That's Thanos, what I was going to
1: ask you is what? How do you feel about the buffs slash nerfs that are a single? power point increase or decrease i'm sure In, in general i'm sure
0: there is mathematical statistics like statistics behind it that prove it to be good enough um so like this particular buff is like that one uh i think scott said it best to me is like in the decks that or in the games where you don't play rocks at all and your Darkhawk is just a 4-7, you're still pretty okay with that. But, like, now that he's a 4-6, you're just like, man, that's that feels kind of bad. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because now he's just, like, on the same curve as so many other things. And he's also below curve on a lot of other things. So, like, on those games, like, he, he feels worse. But, like, generally speaking, you're probably not going to notice it enough. Uh, but it does matter. Like, the one, like, you know... Ironically, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ironically, you know, on the games where you just play a rock and he's a 4 8, he can't get Shang-Chi now, so that's cool. Um,
1: yeah, th- there's always these corner cases where the buff is like secretly a nerf, but I, or, or vice versa. I don't really buy into that because, like you said, I'm sure that they've done the large scale they, math they, on it. They have
0: to have the math on on an overall. I mean, for sure. Like, the Galactus Change, I mean, you can attest to this. Like, the Galactus Change to 2 power is unbelievable. Like,. Unbelievable made, change.
1: Honest, honestly, it might have made him better. <sighs> I don't know. It It's, like, it's still the, just... It's wild to me that, like... At the time, at the time when I was... Like, when that change happened, I was so butthurt. Because I was like, man, I spent 6,000 tokens on this thing, and they're just nerfing him. But, like, having played the deck for another, you know, month and a half since then or whatever, and just had a, a million jillion reps, yeah. like... I think the lower power of Galactus is actually better because you can play him into like Iceman and and Scorpions and stuff, and still sometimes they go first. Right. Uh, right. And then you, I mean, this is assuming you own a Null or you own a Valkyrie or whatever, so you're one of those decks that's going to win by going second every time. Right. Right. But which, uh,
0: which I, I think I think that's probably where where I differ from you is that I think the like I don't have Valkyrie, I don't have Null. So like I am relying on like the hobgoblin or the green goblin to try and win games, um, yeah. and like the real truth is like I don't have the I don't have the I win card. So if your opponent calls your bluff, then like you have to have the Shang Chi. Like you like you literally have yeah. to have it. So if you don't have it, you just like you just give away cubes. Um, and I think that's pretty frustrating.
1: I mean, but yeah. Galactus in general, like. I know that the tier list has recently had it move up a couple spots, but I I still think it's kind of bad like, I, in general. I, I think, and for ladder climbing, it's like unless you literally have like six hours a day to play, it's just it's just like unfathomable when you I, win one cube at a time.
0: I, even that, I think. I think if we like if we held multiple all like multiple events that were every card in the game were legal, uh, I don't think you would do very well over the course of multiple events. Like, eventually, eventually yeah. enough I mean, people would just play, like, two random cards that are just good that are also great into Galactus, and you would just lose a bunch of games.
1: I agree, yeah. I mean, Arrow is obviously the best part of the game, yeah. and it's also the best But part even, like, Galactus. even
0: something as simple and, as, like, Polaris or Juggernaut. Right, Polaris
1: or Juggernaut yeah. or Cosmo or whatever, yeah, 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 any of it. Like, even Storm is a great card into it like yes storm <laughs> is randomly obnoxious spider-man <laughs> is a card that was yep. in a bunch of decks recently that's randomly yep. obnoxious
0: yep i did it um, the other day my i read that my opponent had galactus and i just stormed it i think he he somehow was able yeah like so i think he waved so like he waved on on three and i'm like all right so he's definitely a null deck so i'm just gonna storm and then he's not gonna be able to play a card and i'm just gonna win and like I literally yeah. stormed, and then he retreated. <laughs> He's just like,
1: "Yep." Yeah, it's Sweet. it's really fragile. It's <laughs> like, Sweet. but in, in general, anyway, we, we kind of got off yeah, the, yeah, the track. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Talking about Galactus because that's my favorite thing to do. But, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but in in general, like for me, when I read these like one power changes, yeah. you know, and I try to foresee the effect it has, you know. I don't have the big spreadsheet that Fat Shark has or whatever they've decided that over X thousand million games yeah, yeah, yeah. this has changed its win percentage by 3X percent or you know whatever number but like you think about it like you were discussing the difference between Darkhawk being a 6 and a 7 mm-hmm. so how many things does that change it beating or not beating and you know for that particular stat line the difference between 6 and 7 I think is very big yeah. Uh It like you know so what...
0: it, it it comes down to specific cards so, like I think Galactus is like an outlier conversation. But like Yeah, it's so, totally different. Like <laughs> specific specific cards that there's a million of, right? Like so Dark Awk, at the end of the day, if if Dark Hawk is just a four six, then it's worse than a lot of other four like other four energy cards. Like, right. on average. I mean, I mean, like, the average like white, is...
1: White Queen has been great forever. Right. And that card like, is better than 6 power, card
0: Right. Card. But even, like, you know, Jessica Jones, Rescue, Dra- like Drax, like, all these cards that are, you know... Ma- he,
1: he loses to Maximus now, which is a... Right. He
0: w- w- right. Yeah, he would. He would lose to a Maximus. Um, so, yeah. So, I think if you look at those things, like, yeah, you have to do the math and go, oh, okay, well, like, now this card's not as good in this position. Um, but... You know, it's to me, it's it's always like with the weird buff card. So, like, the Angela nerf to a zero, I think clearly affected that card. Like, I see like way less Angelas now than I did when she was a two one. And I don't know if it is a, like, I don't know if it is a mind state, like, of oh, well, this card is just not as good anymore, but or like, we just finally got enough cards that like replace her, etc. Um, I mean, I guess Zabu well, that, being a two is is a huge difference,
1: like you know, yeah, for that. But the the mind state thing is an interesting point because I was just going to ask you is like when you evaluate Angela now, mm-hmm. do you evaluate? I mean, obviously we know she's worse, right? She yeah, didn't, you yeah. didn't get better. But like when you when you think about putting Angela in a deck, mm-hmm. does the difference bother you? Like you're so well, yeah, like, because oh, I would say plays. I play Angela, yeah. It depends,
0: because on average, like on average she was probably a two five in most games. But now on average she's probably a two-four. So that that's that matters. Like if, if she's just on average gonna be a two-four, yeah. I should just play Lizard, because on average, Lizard's gonna be a two five. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, there yeah, are or decks. Or whatever. Like there there are decks that are going to make your Scorpion a two or make your lizard two three. That's fine. But like that's not every game, like where the Angela has to see a specific line of plays to be a two fly like to be a two four right so like that that's when you start looking at those things and it's just that's how you get that's how you get to the ground zero good cards dot cards decks because eventually when you make enough of these changes, that's why you see decks like uh like just dinosaur good cards uh become a right. a good deck because they're like, well, every card I play is just on curve above-average stats and does a thing, you know? Like, I don't need to jump through hoops to make this card, like, an above-average card. And I think that's, like, that's the things you start looking at. Like, do I think Darkhawk is still above-average card? Yeah, of course I do. But it's still a noticeable change, Um, you know?
1: I, I don't know. Uh, right, I mean, the way that you describe that, I think, means, for the case of Angela specifically, they really hit the target on it, right? Because yeah. you're still attracted to the Angela yeah. In certain archetypes, right, where you're really gonna push her ability being used a bunch of times, right. right. So, so even though we've pushed her out of being just the go-to or whatever, yeah, we've left her in a place where you still look at her and you're excited to play her in some decks, but has not taken over anything stupid. Yeah, and you know, so I I think that that's like ideal, like that's the outcome we want from these.
0: Yeah, like I mean, honestly, I. I think that this current, like, wave of balance change, like, the last two waves of balance changes, oddly enough, made enough disruption to those things. Like, I don't play every single game now seeing Iceman and Scorpion. Like, literally the entire month yep. of January, my opponent played Iceman and Scorpion in 90% of my games, it felt like. Yeah.
1: That's not the case and anymore. And it's always... Your opponent always has it on one and two. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course.
1: You never do, but the opponent always does.
0: But, like... So I do think that these you know the Zabu and the surfer nerfs like it did it did change the lower curve end of decks quite a bit uh, and at least made the de- like the decisions interesting to a certain extent so I don't know um just to quickly cover these last couple character nerfs like the Spider Woman going to a 58 I I explained this in our Discord like that card reads potential to be a 512 which is pretty above yeah. average so like that's a good. That's a good buff. I don't think Spider Woman.
1: She's, she's she's just like Reverse Gamora now, right? Like she was already kind of like Reverse Gamora. Yeah. Like, but uh, I, mean, I I think it's a fine change. I love that card.
0: I I, lo- I, I that mean, that was my favorite card up until Series Three. So, like in Climbing right. Series One and Series Two, Spider Woman was my favorite card in the game, and it wasn't even close. Uh, and then you get to Series Three, and the power level just. One hundred percent. game
1: changes. Just <laughs> ex,
0: just excludes her from existence any longer. Uh, I hope this is a step in the right direction. I hope she gets to see more love. I have no comment about the Neymar whatsoever. I still think the, I think the singular card in a singular lane is just an unrealistic thing to hope works in most of your games. Uh, it also reads in a yeah. meta in a meta that reads you should be playing Shang Chi. Or arrow, or both, or your deck is worse in most situations. Playing a Namor is a really bad decision. So, like,
1: not Namor, a fan. Namor similar to Spider Woman, where like I played a ton of them in Series Two. Sure, I don't, then, I, I don't uh, even think I did that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, he's mediocre. You're essentially playing a you're playing it against a bunch of bots that have Series Two cards, right? Yeah, like, yeah, at, yeah, yeah, At that stage of the game.
0: Yeah, and then the dagger change. I still think that card's probably not good enough to see play in move decks. It's so. more
1: like the archetype is still kind of bad, right? Like it,
0: It's better, it's more interesting, but the problem is that your best card is still Arrow. So, like...
1: <laughs> right, which isn't even a, a move card, right? No, like, like but that's my point. Stuff. So it has, like, no synergy with the yeah, rest of the Yeah,
0: like, Heimdall is, is interesting, but still most of the time
1: not good enough. Right, so... An arrow well, takes take, <laughs> Arrow's almost take,
0: always a better play within Heimdall on turn six, which right. is
1: I mean, that's, crazy. that's true of like you know 95% of the cards. Yeah, but in, in general, we can talk about the move deck. So you played a uh, human torch in the Civil War thing, right? Yeah,
0: that's totally a move card
1: in, into a format, yeah, with no killmongers, exactly, and it still sucked. <laughs> No, it
0: was really good. I just never drew it. There's a huge (laughs)
1: difference. It was really, really good. I just you never forty eight power against me and lost.
0: Yeah, but that was only because of RNG. But that's fine.
1: What? Uh, <laughs> it was only because of RNG when I was the two thirds favorite. Yeah,
0: that's fine. Like if the okay. game <laughs> if the game liked me, you would have lost, and it would have been great because right. I should have never won. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the card is very good. If you just like admit that Killmonger doesn't exist in the game, and Torch is phenomenal, I and mean, that card's awesome um but killmonger does exist and he will hurt you uh <laughs> but yeah i don't know um like i said there was a bunch of like verbal location text updates i think i guess to just be more like clear and specific how they worked which is great
1: how does the altar change uh a card here
0: deploy it uh the card destroy it it gets plus two energy next turn i don't know how that specifically changed this one, this one wording definitely changed. It says, after you play a card, fill this location. I wonder if it... Huh, I wonder how that works now. That's interesting. Bar
1: Sinister is a strange card.
0: I think they just put right? after in a bunch of these. Yeah. Th- yeah, I think they just changed all the words to saying after. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like a so, lot of this. So that
1: sounds to me like functionally with the exception of sakar or whatever you are talking about that well that's a, actually...
0: that, that's like an actual just straight change. So yeah, it yeah. looks like they just added the word after. Uh, so instead of saying when you play a card here it all reads after you play a card here.
1: Yeah, which makes a little more sense like phonetically well, and it, it, more with what the game does. It's
0: more of a like a of an understanding that on reveal effects happen before location effects. Right. Yep. So that's really what it is. But yeah, it just looks like they updated after to all of these for the most part. Um, but yeah, the the two specific ones here is like I said, the Clint, the Clintar now makes a symbiote that's a four cost instead of a instead of a one cost, and then Sikar, um got changed to put a card from each player's hand here to at the end of the turn put a card from each player's hand. It says it up here now.
1: Uh, they, yeah, after this turn.
0: Put a card here from each but yeah i guess the it hasn't been updated in their in this in the marble substance um this is a huge bug fix that i never thought was a bug i thought the card was always working as intended apparently it was not and they never said anything about it so now Ozori man works with odin God, works with long works with Carmitage. i
1: like, thought i always like i remember asking you about this right like one time like it just made absolutely no sense because if you make a copy of Absorbing Man, the new copy has the text of whatever the first one copied. Right. Right? So, like, why does that happen, but you don't get double effect? And, yeah. And, and like, know, made a sense
0: for me, the only reason why I, I said that it worked was because of, like, the weird, like, wording in the card in itself where it was just, like, the on-reveal of this card was to look for an on-reveal card. So like that's how I always just assumed why it didn't work, because like my ability is look for a card with on reveal, and then if that card exists, I copy it. So like that's how I always read it, but apparently it was just a bug the whole time, and they just never yeah. said anything. I,
1: whatever. I didn't think, I didn't think the way that I mean obviously we knew it worked that way because I had done it a thousand times playing Moon Surfer or whatever. But like,
0: I mean I guess it I was
1: it didn't. <laughs> It didn't feel like it was consistent with the way that other things worked. Because all the stuff that like copies or steals abilities, mm-hmm. it like puts it on the card, you know, like mystique changes from saying like reveal right. copy right. ability to just right. saying whatever it copied.
0: Right. Uh, I I've never done this, but I guess Green Goblin and Hobgoblin were not giving you uh, energy for playing an ultra death. I mean, I, I don't know why you would play them on Enter of Death, but I I, I get it.
1: <laughs> so, you, so you can play turn four Galactus? Yeah, that's... Oh, I did that. That's if, true. That's fair. If you have a Green Goblin on your deck. Um... Ooh. Added correct variant name for a Sentry variant that was previously missing information. That's oh, a big one right there. That's Everybody's probably, affected by that.
0: It's, that totally matters. Um, <laughs> Where is the... There was one for... I don't know, and then there's still a bunch of known issues that is whatever, but I don't know. It was a lot. It was 100% unexpected, was not ready for it, but it happened, so.
1: I mean, it all seems positive, right? Like, yeah. Like, like you were saying about the Angela, and I think in general they do a very good job of, like, the balance changes. The Zabu and Surfer changes have, had I think, the desired effect. Yeah. Um... And so I have faith that these will as well. The only one they really cocked up was leader. Yeah, I mean, leader time. is
0: just a flat different card,
1: right? And and it should be because it was stupid. Yeah,
0: like, I mean, and it, then this Thanos it, buff is is like it's a buff, but it's also like it's it's still really not going to matter when like when it matters, right?
1: <laughs> right. You you don't you never play the Thanos in year twelve because you want. To play thanos you want to play all the awesome
0: he absolutely ends up in play uh like 15 percent of the time because lockjaw right
1: that's it right yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. i mean like don't be wrong like at least now you look at him and you say 21 power (laughs) is a lot of power uh it in for what it's worth it does now beat uh a sherry she-hawk so that is notable uh because a lot of those decks are yeah, saying, it's, like, like,
1: bigger than the... It's, like, bigger than the Infinite Dracula or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, it's a reasonable number. But I think the the biggest change is that, like, he's reasonable to actually put in play... Yeah, I mean... Now, he's... without having hit the, like, Exodia. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I think just, that's that's just, good, right? just like, has 11 power. 11 for 6 is fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's fine. So, I mean... even,
1: even though most of the decks, or all of the decks, he is not plan A or even plan B most of the time. Yeah. There are still games where, like, my opponent will just like play an eight power Thanos on the last turn yeah, and feels, never win because of it. Which but feels now...
0: really terrible because they—that's a—that just sounds bad. <laughs> if right. they're yeah, yeah, if yeah. they're playing an eight power Thanos on the final turn, they probably should have retreated.
1: <laughs> and it's a very it's a very small number of games, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. obviously, like you said, if they're supposed to retreat, maybe it's more games than I see because they retreat. I don't know yeah. Thanos. Yeah. But so now there's a Certain percentage of games where you hit him off the lockjaw, like you said, yeah, he's and, he, he's, and, just he's, 11 and he's big enough, yeah, or you play him on turn six and he's big enough, or or you know, something wacky is going on, there's an elysium or a super or whatever, yeah, yeah, and you just like your draw is still awkward, and you put 11 powers, 11 powers, so yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, I think all these buffs are pretty positive in the end, that's how I look at it. Uh, I it was just unexpected to happen so quickly and in the middle of the season like this. Yeah. I was expecting it to be like, you know, the day before the next season or something like that. So, but it sounds like uh, we might be getting more patches more often coming up in the future. So, but they are for another time. Uh, I had a wonderful co- time speaking with you tonight, Neil. Thank you for coming on and yeah, joining us. great. Um, congratulations again for winning the second event. Thank you. And uh, good luck in the next event. Um, we are out, you yeah, know, we're pretty close to it starting and looking forward to finishing this podcast and checking the
1: several amounts of emails that I got. It's probably like 150 players now or something. And no, no,
0: no, just... no. Uh, I don't know where it went, but it's still, I think it's still 52, but we'll find out. We should see, but that'll be it for us tonight, guys. We will catch you in the next one. See you, stream.
1: Hi, everybody.